What's up, gore friends? <laughs> so enthusiastic. We out here. <laughs> this is the story. Oh, and Mars. And here we are. Um, I don't know. I thought there was a song that went like that. No, you have said a song like that in previous yeah. episodes. So that's probably well, why it sounds familiar, because you've had done that. We're back. We're back. We're back. To that's weekly episodes. Weekly. We out here week to week. Week to week. To week. <laughs> week to week. I know you guys missed it. You miss hearing our voices more often. Um, I don't know why you miss it, but you miss my voice here. somehow. We're here to give you, give you good people. You hear that voice? More. That's why you guys like it, because of this, this lady's voice right here. So oh, soothing, calming. That. Okay. You stopped it. No. Nope. Right yeah, now. So good. So good. So Mars. Good. Yes. Mars, you chose the movie for this I did. Week. I did. What movie was it? I chose the 1980 film, The Changeling. The Changeling. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's so great. calm asmr are we doing an all right ASMR you guys podcast? stay tuned and we'll be right back for more changeling with gore friends And we're back. Mm-hmm. Hope you guys enjoyed that because uh, that's not going to last. <laughs> so the changeling, yes. Mars. Yes. Why did you pick this movie? Why, I... why this one? Okay, so this movie was on a long list of films that I've been trying to get through as like one of the many lists out there that's like, oh, scariest movies, yada, yada. And this movie was on that list for years. And I finally took the time to watch it a few months ago. It might've been a month ago. might've been a week ago. I don't know. Time is a blur. Anyways, I finally watched it and I was pleasantly surprised. And I was just very curious to hear what you thought of it as well as this being a classic, one of the classic horror films. And I feel like we haven't done a movie that like 80s like an older movie in a while so i was like let's go ahead and have a classic film in there all good things all good things so to give you guys a little bit of background about the changeling Mm -hmm. uh it was directed by peter medak and written by russell hunter who did the story and then william gray who did the screenplay um now the synopsis is After the death of his wife and daughter in a car crash, a music professor staying at an old mansion is dragged into a decades-old mystery by an inexplicable presence in the mansion's attic. It is starring George C. Scott as John Russell, our composer, professor, extraordinaire Mm -hmm. and we have trish von devere as claire norman we have melvin douglas as senator joe we have madeline sherwood as mrs norman Mm. and i felt those were the main notable 
characters. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty small. I'm wrong. Pretty small. Um, a lot of background characters that mm-hmm. don't matter. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just left them out. And that's fine. Uh, Huxley, Minnie Huxley as Ruth Springford. Uh, she was was pretty. She had some pretty important yes. things to add on to Not an uh, ally. the story. Not an ally. Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> uh let's get into it Mars yes. what did you find funny um not a lot of ha ha he he's pretty pretty serious stuff goes down in this film especially stuff I didn't expect to really see my first viewing of it but as for funny I did kind of laugh when John after the seance and after he views or listens to the tape he like calls claire and he's like yo come over here i found some stuff out and he passes out i was like yo he needs a rest he needs, he needs to scream once in a while he never lets it no. out he just keeps his fear in every scare he had he just yep. kept it inside <laughs> he did he did he did i didn't notice that until you mentioned he's suppressing it and he's gonna have a seizure like any second (laughs) stroke something heart attack like something he's just getting yeah i was like this dude needs a drink a stiff drink because he is going through it all right now but that was really the only thing that i thought was funny per se um, and also I laughed at like, I mean, although the intro is very dark and sad, just how they like, the, the, so the, the his family gets killed in the very beginning and then it just, it, you just hear the wind and it's like changeling. It's like, wow, that's how we're going to start the film. Yeah, it's that's the tone. It's that's the tone. Metal AF. It's just like, there's a lot of wind. And it wasn't even like a traditional car crash, you guys. They were intense. pushing their car in the snow. It, he his wife and his daughter yeah right and then a truck i i'm assuming it slides on black ice or something yeah. which mm-hmm. why do you not have train yep. like chains on that your fight. tires as yep. a truck driver but anyway it could have been anything but driving in the snow and the truck goes off the road and specifically hits his wife yes, and daughter because the because there was two cars involved there was a, a regular just car that was kind of mm-hmm. driving fast, I think. And when they turned, they kind of slipped and the truck was trying to avoid hitting that car and just just ran into the family. <laughs> like it was yeah. really just like, wow. It was like a direct hit. Yep, direct hit. Got 100 XP for that combo. <laughs> that was crazy. It was just, cr- it was intense. Um, but that was the only thing I really thought was funny. Not a lot of funnies for me for this. Okay, I have some things to add. So clearly, when he's in the classroom, he's the fun professor. Clearly, yes. yes. Uh, his class is just eating that corny shit up. They're yes. ah, ha, 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 yes. ah mm-hmm. he's so great. Ah, he's so funny. <laughs> he said he had twenty three registered students for his class, and the camera finally shows the class. <laughs> the whole lecture hall is. Hat. Yeah, people are in it, the aisle, sitting in the aisle. People are, it was claustrophobic in yeah. there. I was like, okay, so you really 
signed up to listen to lectures about music you're not even playing music in this class it's music theory you're listening to someone just talk about music that's wild I mean it's kind of like because essentially to give you guys context so after his family dies he's like okay I'm gonna go to Seattle and teach at my college university and just be a guest basically just like teach there for a bit and so I feel like it's like the equivalent of like Jordan Peele doing a guest lecture, like being a, a lecture a theater. At college. Yeah. Yeah. The theater. <laughs> the that's like, I, like the same thing. Like, you know, it would be packed. Yeah. Like, that's like when Kanye came to teach fashion classes at my school. Yeah. It would um, just be for packed. his community service. Mm-hmm. And then people just kept calling in because I also worked at the school and people mm-hmm. kept calling in. How do I sign up for Kanye's fashion class? You can't. You got to already be enrolled in the program. You don't just come and sign up for a class. Apply for the school. Register. (laughs) Like, what? You can't just... Just Random Joe off the street. you go here? I was like, do you go here? It's mid-semester. What are you talking about? (laughs) Wild. But yeah, that's kind of like what I thought of. It's like kind of the equivalent of Jordan Peele teaching a lecture at like UCLA or something. Yeah. And so also there is a scene where he has this ball that belonged to his daughter, right? Mm -hmm. And we see it pretty often. It looks like what's that game that you play in the grass croquet croquet yes it looks like a croquet Mm -hmm. ball and he goes to get rid of the ball right he goes Mm -hmm. to like a lake or a river so he's on a bridge and there's like a river or something Mm -hmm. and he drops the ball from this great height and it's so dramatic Mm -hmm. and you're watching it in slow motion there's music Mm -hmm. and there's wind and it's dark and then the impact of the ball hitting the water was the lightest plop (laughs) I was like how that was a bathtub there's no way they did not I mean if the ball ball. is full of like like if it's a light ball I don't know physics I know but it was just funny because (laughs) it was dramatic croquet balls are not that light yeah because you know you're rolling them through the grass and so you got to hit them kind of hard to really get them going and to drop it from that distance the ball should have made a bit more of a splash it should have went a little deeper it was very surface level and I was Mm -hmm. like okay so cutest little plot yeah um so that made me laugh what do you have for cool I do have quite a few things for cool in this film. I do want to say, I mean, the very beginning, there was a bit of foreshadowing. The wife has this line. She said, this is the last vacation I'm taking with you. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, Real it talk. actually will be. It actually will be your last Real vacation. Um, so I thought that was cool. And then all of the little hints of what happened, well, well about this ghost it just comes off as like oh he's just trying to scare me it's like no he's giving you clues as to what happened to him so like the first thing is the water running and it's like okay yeah he's gonna like run water because he was drowned in a bathtub so that was like one thing that was cool and then also the banging on ain't everywhere everything it was just a loud banging noise yeah, every morning at 6, 6 a.m yeah 
And then you find out that that noise is happening because when he was drowned, he was banging against the bathtub and that was why it was sounding like that. So it's just basically like a repeat haunting, I guess. I forgot what it's called when a ghost just repeats Residual. the same thing. Yes. So it was a, it was basically that kind of situation, um, which is cool because you're like, okay, so this is not, and this goes into my next cool, that the ghost is an ally. We've never had on the show a ghost being an ally. Like usually it's like, okay, it's trying to- 13 ghosts. The mom. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's true. She told that's the true. kid not to go that's in the true. basement. She said that's it's true. not that's safe. True. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> no cap. But the fact that we have a ghost ally, it's not your typical ghost movie where it's like, okay, we need to exercise this ghost. It's trying mm-hmm. to possess us. We are in danger. It's, uh, and this goes into my next cool. This It's a horror mystery. You're basically trying to figure out why this ghost is here how he died and what is going on um so i really like that aspect of it. i wasn't expecting that when i first watched i was like oh i have to figure something out okay so you're kind of learning with john and claire essentially um they're going step by step just putting the pieces together as to what happened to this kid and why he won't move on essentially um so that was really cool i really liked the sound design um a lot in a lot of scenes it was just very amplified so the scene that you mentioned the ball coming down the stairs which i think was kind of creepy um when he got home um the sound design for that was really well done like it was just quiet and then crispy it was very crisp i was like okay 80s 1980s sound okay let's go um so the sound design was really great and those tense areas um like we had a lot of whispers and just a lot of creaks. And I think it was just really well done in those areas. And then some facts about the film. This was based on events that happened in Denver, Colorado in the 1960s. Of course so it was. That's really cool. And then the two main characters, John and Claire, um, are married in real life. Um, they were in eight films to get, well, seven films at the time. And this made their eighth film that they worked on together. So I thought that was cool. Wow. And they actually weren't like love interests. It was just like she was just helping him figure out this mystery. So I thought that was cool. They didn't try mm-hmm. and like shoe in a romance there because that, that actually wouldn't even fit because he just lost his family. So yeah. it would be kind of weird for him to be like, okay, I'm in love again. So I'm really glad that they, you know, just had it be like, okay, let me just help you figure out what's going on here. Next up, I really liked the, because we've seen. This kind of goes in acting acting as well, but we've seen the whole medium kind of seance thing in other films. Like we just saw it in Insidious. And I feel like Insidious probably took notes from this kind of this film just because of how it was played out with the writing and everything like that. Um, so it was kind of cool to see like where horror movies today probably take inspiration from in regards to seance scenes. Mm-hmm. And I think... I think that's going to be all the cool for me. You nailed a lot of good ones. I only have a few to add. The score, I really enjoyed. Mm -hmm, I know you mentioned mm -hmm. sound design. At first, in the very beginning, I felt like it was, you know, kind of law and order because of of the imagery it was paired with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With him in the city and everything. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which I'm like, okay. Very different scenery from our opening scene but it just felt like he was walking through the streets of of new york with the law and order music (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
but the the music throughout was really well done and Mm -hmm. i feel like they played they paid very close attention to all the notes of music throughout the film for instance the scene where he had i don't know if they're students but he had other musicians over and they're working Mm -hmm. on a piece he was composing i suppose and when I was listening to it, I was like, I don't know why, but it sounds a little off for some reason. And then after they play the piece, he gives notes and he says, mm-hmm. we're still not together on the offbeats. I'm like, whoa, we <laughs> weren't together on the offbeats because, you know, a lot of, you know, music movies and dance movies and things, they'll do something perfectly because it's on camera yeah, or yeah. it's pre-recorded and then they'll go okay we just need to tighten it up but it's not very specific and you're like oh it sounded mm-hmm, good to mm-hmm. me it looks fine to me yeah. this time I actually heard wow. and it's probably because of whiplash honestly but I was like yes. somebody's not tea timing <laughs> you gotta get on the beat uh, <laughs> um, but I was like yeah that's they're not together on something for some reason he actually explained it right after so I thought that was really cool and a nice touch also I like that we have a bit of a role reversal with genders in haunted house movies right Mm -hmm. typically we have a female protagonist that is going through the haunting stuff and they go to a male companion or partner Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or what have you and they try to explain the situation right insidious perfect example and you know they're not being valued their opinion is is disregarded no one believes them and so we see that kind of happen here where he knows very good and well something's wrong with this house but he goes to Claire or he goes to like the old man that works there and he's like oh what's with these noises and they go oh well it's an old house old houses make noises or you know every time he tries to bring up a concern they just kind of explain it away and it's interesting to see you know a man going through that mm-hmm. in the 80s mm-hmm. like literally an older man too he's like middle age as well I like that yeah he's very uh he made a name for himself he's very he's in a position of of power in a a Mm -hmm. sense being a professor and a famous composer and his opinion is still being disregarded I found that that very interesting true true. it's a different profile character profile exactly yeah and then I have to agree with you on the sound design again I I that was a big note that I I wrote in there although you know it's as old as this movie is and it feels old when you're watching it I was like geez the graphics on this like it was a video game I did appreciate very much the the sound design especially the the EVP for those of you that don't know what an EVP is electronic voice phenomenon ghost hunters use these to you know record ghost voice basically having an interview with the ghost and it's recorded and you play it back and you hear the voices I feel like the EVP was so haunting Mm -hmm. and you just Mm -hmm. it just kind of stays with you I actually turned the volume down on that part because I was like that's too loud I feel like they're in my house at this point uh like get out Uh, yeah I agree I agree it is very creepy yeah and again he needed to scream to get that out because (laughs) I felt uncomfortable for him 
<laughs> but yeah, the it was good character developments, I think, though, because it says a lot about him as a person. He's probably suppressing a lot of grief and anguish mm-hmm. surrounding themes. Yeah. But I just want to, you know, kudos to the writers for that character development because mm-hmm. it's consistent with his character. What did you find scary, Mars? You know, this movie. Oh, my God. Well, first of all, I forgot to mention something in my cool um, ad for the title itself. You might might be like, why is it called a changeling? What does that mean? Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, on yeah, yeah. Uh, IMDb, if you guys are not familiar with what a changeling is, Uh, IMDb, it has notes regarding that. It says, the title is defined as being a creature found in European folklore and folk religion. It is typically described as the offspring of a fairy, troll, or elf, or other legendary creature that has been secretly left in a place of a human child. Sometimes the term is used to refer to the child who was taken. It is the swapped child meaning of the term that is of relevance to this film story. So, if you guys are like, why... Why? So in the film, it basically comes out that the senator, um, the old guy at the end that, you know, he's basically in a high position of power. He's a philanthropist and everything. Basically, he is not who he says he is. He is a changeling. So the kid that was killed, that kid was supposed to inherit a huge fortune, but he was very sickly. He couldn't walk and his father ended up killing him. And replacing him with another kid because if that kid ended up dying before the age of 21 all of his fortune would have went to charity so his dad killed him got another kid in switzerland swapped him and be like okay look he's healed everything's fine so they can keep the fortune so that's why it is called the changeling is it, cl- is it- i see stories nodding her head She's yeah just- <laughs> yeah wasn't the real changeling it was the aspect of the swapping it's the aspect of the swapping yeah um so a lot of tea i do like that aspect of it too it's like there's tea going on yeah political tea (laughs) political tea rich white people tea which is my favorite because their tea is just so it's tea it's 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 strong it's flaming it's it's hot scorching yeah it's hot that's why it's called the changeling in terms of the swapping Mm. and with that being Mm -mm -mm. said scary you know being a kid that is you know disabled and sick being murdered by your dad and then replaced after and replaced him literally replaced him super scary situation and it's kind of interesting like when you watch it again you kind of get familiar with the names and the dynamics and everything um so essentially like that kid was given this money by his grandfather not his not his son-in-law because his son-in-law was obviously trash <laughs> and i think his his he knew that um so i thought that was terrifying to be a child young child and just you know you're supposed to trust your parent and it's super scary to think about like if your parent tries to murder you <laughs> so that's a scary situation also they also show the murder a couple of times and that's very heartbreaking to watch um, yeah. the second time me watching it I was like oh is this what we're doing right now like I feel like I felt mm-hmm. you know as much anguish watching this than watching like a Saw movie or something like something with a lot of gore because it's like you have this innocent child that doesn't need to be treated this way that's my first scary and then also just having your family killed in front of you 
that's that's one of my fears it's a really random fear but basically having like a family member being hurt or in trouble and me not being able to do anything about it um i think that's very scary and then when john goes up to the attic for the first time he finds this random room which is never a good sign a hidden room um behind a freaking like a not a dresser but shelf um and he goes into the attic and he finds like the like a, a bedroom with a wheelchair and he also finds a bathroom and the water's running and he goes in there and he you know unplugs the the, the drain and there's a kid in there just drowning terrifying don't like that very much Mm-mm. the the seance scene scary like <laughs> atmosphere of that scene that scares me very much so like it's not flashy like um insidious like insidious you have the lights going off you got like apparition like you got people showing up like this is very simple and it still was very effective i think that's why it was so effective because you're kind of left in the dark you don't know what's going on you're in the shoes of the person that's going through it and Mm -hmm. he's just he's witnessing it he's not Mm -hmm. he's not living it in the same way that the medium is and so Mm -hmm. you're just like what is happening yeah tell me what's going on like it's it's frustrating and it's scary because you're in your home doing this like it's crazy super scary and then the last thing I mentioned is John listening to the tapes after the fact scary stuff and also the fact that he composed a whole piece that he thought was original and he goes up to the attic and finds this music box and it's the same piece that he just composed and it's like how did i how did i get this random thing in my head so it, it's very <laughs> it's very creepy there's a lot of creepy elements in this film it's not a jump well yeah not a jump scary type film it's very eerie it's very more like a tone like a vibe type film if that makes any sense right story i feel like that's the kind of for sure it's uh very much it's just the whole feel of the movie is something's off something's eerie uh from the moment they're driving up to the house the driveway is creepy it's like why are we even going further into this from the gate I don't want to go in there yeah um so the house is already the property, I mean, is already very much setting that tone for you, very haunted mm-hmm. mansion. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you have one person living in a large house like that for no real good reason, there's just the emptiness. You can just kind of feel the mm-hmm. emptiness of the mm-hmm. house and how hollow it is and yeah. the sounds carrying through yeah. the house and everything. That's the whole thought of it, I I asked Smart while we were watching it. I was like, "Why is he living here by it's himself?" For free. It's a he mansion. Got it for free. He got That's it for- the problem. You somebody give you a mansion for free, you're not gonna be worried. You're not gonna be concerned. You know, a little bit, but I'll take the chance. I'll take. The- I have. We gotta go over some f ups. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. Yeah, you, you can go with your scary. I'm done um, with mine. So at first, I now I came into this movie completely blind. I had no idea what it was about. I didn't watch a trailer, read a synopsis, anything, right? Mm-hmm. Come into it. And I'm suspicious of Claire from Jump, right? <laughs> Claire is the sketchiest person yeah. I've ever yeah, met. Yeah, she kind of has a setup to be like... 
not an ally. She like- is sketchville. She is so sketchy. And it leaves you wondering if she has something to do with whatever's happening in the house because she's such a she's sketchy just as a person like I wouldn't even want to be friends with her because like (laughs) she she pulls up to the house when we first meet her she pulls up to the house she offers for him to get into her car so she can drive them both up to uh you know up the driveway and whatnot and she just has this look on her face like she knows something and she she's not sharing it and then you know further later on we have what's her name Minnie Minnie yeah Mm -hmm. Minnie she's like Claire didn't go through any of the proper channels to give you this house you shouldn't even be there right now Mm -hmm. and he says I don't understand why anyone cares my guy she gave you the house for free what do you mean you don't understand why anyone cares you literally shouldn't be there yeah but also just the fact that she didn't you know she kind of went over everyone's head and like mm-hmm. you know and she was new paperwork. to there as well like she's yeah, only been there for like a year or something paperwork and, it's like... and everything and just yeah. and I know she didn't get commission off of that because they weren't trying to have anybody living in that house because yeah. people always move out anyway so I'm like what what is her motive um yeah, I don't know if she was just trying to I don't know if what. she was just trying to help because yeah because he was famous and like it's like oh let me help him okay but he's so famous I'm sure there are other places that are smaller that he could afford that he could have moved into you you know know? when you're rich people try to give you stuff for free all the time yeah but she's just (laughs) sketchy she just I don't I didn't trust her I still don't trust her I feel like she's still gonna do something (laughs) I don't care I don't care I don't trust her um the house the whole house I said this, but the house is just, I wouldn't be there. I just yeah. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would have moved. I wouldn't be there. The house is the just. The energy was just The energy off. is off. I was just watching him go through it. He went through it and I was like, the energy just isn't sitting right with me here. <laughs> John, you need to go. John, I don't like this place. I don't like, it's cold in here, John. Let's not be here. <laughs> I felt like I was in the movie. But yeah, everything that you mentioned it's a scary a scary movie you guys it's it's All a disturbing without actually movie. seeing like a actual you don't ghost. See blood you don't see no. you did kind of see the boy in the bathtub but aside yes. from that um, that's like the only kind of thing that you see yeah, you don't see him like pop just up staring at him, like going through the motions of a traditional haunted house movie mm-hmm. where there's a lot of mm-hmm. sounds and there is a lot of moaning a woman yeah a woman's yeah. voice like moaning and whatnot what, what sounded like a female voice yeah. anyway but um, the kid was crying a lot and yeah yeah what did you note for acting and visuals I noted a few different things um, I noted a lot of like tracking shots of them just following like I there's a few shots that I really enjoyed with just getting a sense of the layout of the house and how humongous it is like there would just be a shot of john playing at the piano and then you're like in a few rooms away and then slowly the camera just like is making its way through the house and then you finally get to the room where he's playing the piano um i love those shots um very much and then i also noted there's a lot of quote-unquote fly on the wall angles is what i call it but basically like the the 
cameras in like the upper corner of a room and you're kind of just getting like a downward angle of the room and they did that for quite a bit of scenes and i didn't really i just like the visuals in this do you feel like they did that because you're kind of watching them from the little boy's point of view from high up because he's Um, supposed to be like in the attic in the I feel like that works for the mansion itself, but they also did that when John has the encounter with the senator guy in his home. So I'm just That's like, true. That's so, true. but then again, the freaking ghost boy can like, that's also scary. The, the kid, the, can ball. Haunt, the kid can hunt in multiple places at once. So like when the kid, so they end up finding the kid's bones, basically where the dad threw away his body in a well on their property. There was a new house rebuilt over the well. And John, you know, goes to the house because that's where the little boy said he was buried. And the little girl that lives in that house currently, she keeps having nightmares of the little boy breaking, which is terrifying, of the kid breaking through the floor and like looking at her. And I'm like, that is so scary. Anyway, that's a really scary situation. We have a ghost that can just, he's not just stuck at... The mansion. He can just go anywhere and just f up He's people's stuck lives. In multiple places. So with hauntings, like you can have a residual energy someplace where, mm-hmm. like, they just kind of left their fingerprint, and it's not really them. And then they could be stuck somewhere else, mm-hmm. which is really trippy. But I, I also think maybe the little girl was just like sensitive like the medium and she mm, just knew yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah you know yeah yeah she was just like, i don't want to sleep in this room no more <laughs> and then the mom was like i don't okay. want to sleep in this house no more because <laughs> the mom was like hesitant about them destroying you know the room of course and then when the girl has another incident she's like, okay you guys can come through here and do what you need to do because <laughs> this is too much but for visuals i there was this really trippy shot i think this was after he listens to the tape there's like a shot of like the camera whooshing through the upstairs and it's done really quickly. And it gave me a lot of anxiety because I'm like, where are we going? Right. Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I just was really impressed. I don't know why I was so impressed by that shot for it being it was a 80s. good shot. Yeah. I'm like, okay. So we have no excuse for garbage visuals in the eighties. Understood. So any other film we get, <laughs> I'm like, Changeling did it better. Changeling yes. did it better. <laughs> um, I think that's all I have. Oh, actually, for acting, I really enjoyed the medium a lot. Um, she did remind me, of, like, I wish they gave her a little bit more development because she kind of reminded me of the lady from Insidious of just being, mm-hmm. you know, nice and just trying to get a feel of the house and just welcoming. Um, and I really liked when she was like in her zone and she was just kind of like writing everything down. You saw the tear, like she wasn't blinking. She was just like having tears. That no blink tear. I was like, yep, this goes into the notes. This goes into the notes. <laughs> so I really enjoyed her acting. Um, there's another scene specifically that I want to point out. Um, Claire, when she, it's right after she listens to the tape and she's crying to John and she's just crying, crying, crying. And then all of a sudden she stops crying and she pauses and she looks at the top of the stairs and the wheelchair is there. And she's just frozen in fear. And I was like, I love that switch up so much. Um, but overall, I didn't have, for it being in the 80s, <laughs> um, not much complaints about the acting too much. Like I, you know, kind of went with the flow essentially. 
Um, I think there were some maybe like background characters that could have been better, but I think for the main characters, I think they did fairly well. And yeah, I don't have anything else for acting and visuals. Very nice. So I did appreciate the exterior shots, although you could very much tell a lot of it was a set and Mm -hmm. like a backdrop. which made me appreciate the tracking shots inside of the house that much more because they're like this ain't a set this is a house actually Uh, it was it was a set it was yeah those are like i looked it up so like the outside of course is like a facade um it's just the front because they couldn't afford like a huge huge house for the budget and then the inside is just a bunch of like interchangeable sets that they were using for they did that set design yeah that design they did that I don't know why, but the exterior shots, you can always kind of tell. And But what they did with the house, it was very well done. All the angles they shot from, and which that also kind of makes sense of why they did those upward angles. They probably didn't want to show like where those mm, walls ended. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, they wanted to get certain POVs and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um also, I really appreciate the interior decor, um, mm-hmm. especially in the very beginning. He stopped at, I guess, a friend's house yeah. and the fireplace. It was so modern, but vintage. It wasn't cheesy because, you know, yeah. some can reek 80s. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that stone fireplace. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. The couch. Yeah the pillows oh my god but also my love because it. It, it's like fresh 80s like we're out of the mm-hmm. 70s barely like I think if it was like 84 85 it might have been a little bit more <laughs> a little much but yeah I think because we get that little 70s essence that late 70s essence but yeah I, it was I agree. very modern and sleek and like you know like I would decorate my living room like that today mm-hmm. um to it was day. just really to this day <laughs> Um, okay, so we gotta get into it. We gotta mm-hmm. we gotta get into it, Mars. Yes. Mars. Yes. The F ups. Where did they F up? You guys do not murder your children. Do not this man's was just like, I'ma kill this kid. I don't think that needs to be said. I hope you guys have common sense to know not to do these things, but in case you do, don't do that. That's the Genesis F up. We would not have a haunting if he didn't murder this child for no reason and just erased him from everywhere. That's that's an F up. Um, I would, cause I did some research about the Senator cause I was like, did he legit, did he know or did he not know? And that's kind of confusing because I feel like he would have been like an age, like he would have remembered being adopted but he might have not known about the murder at all. He so probably ca- didn't. He probably yeah. just got adopted, got a yeah. name change. And yeah, was like, exactly. This is my he said, son. that's me. Um, so I think I feel like kind of bad for him this time viewing. I was like, oh yeah, you didn't know like your dad is just a murderer. And uh, you're just like in this position of power, essentially. But Claire should have did, like she didn't look up like she didn't go through the proper procedures but although i feel like if this didn't happen this kid's murder might not have been solved so i'm like for the greater good question mark Claire <laughs> that still. she did f up like that should not have been done but it ended up working out because the kid ended up getting like redemption and stuff like that so i mean getting like 
you know, his his murder solved and everything. Um, but yeah, definitely just Genesis F up. Just don't murder. Don't murder your children, your offspring. It's not a good time. Not a fan. Yeah, not good. I was just like, big ass creepy house. Just move. Just move. <laughs> I wouldn't have stayed. Kudos to John for staying and being yeah. like, no, it's not that the house doesn't want people. The house is trying to communicate. Yeah, he was like, okay, was like that's all yeah. in. He had nothing yeah. to lose though. He was like, eh. <laughs> he was. He was like, eff it. <laughs> uh, and then he just needed to scream. He needed to let it out. Yeah. He needed to let it out. He, yeah. I was like, boy, if you don't, how are you gonna see a whole kid drowning in a bathtub? and you live alone yeah my guy and you're not gonna scream he just backed up and left and it went to the next scene yeah that was it that was it he never spoke of it again never didn't talk about it so we're not gonna talk about (laughs) nope the kid in the bathtub he's still sitting down at his piano making music (laughs) like his house isn't haunted (laughs) what I cannot. I will not. No, absolutely not. And then the voice is what messed you up. That's what made you think. Yeah, that's what made him mess up. That's what made him. All the faucets and the kid in the bathtub would have did it for me personally. I can't. My that's my biggest fear. I don't know if you know this, but I never want to see a ghost. I'm pretty sure I have. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Nope. But uh, yeah. I feel like that'll stay with me mm-hmm. and scar me, especially if it's in my home. If it's somewhere else, I yeah. I wouldn't care as much because I don't have to stay there. But especially if it's in my home, but I feel like because if you see it, it's in your subconscious. You can dream yeah. about it like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. just doesn't mm-hmm. go away. You can yeah. forget a voice. I don't care about that, but mm-hmm. I'm not. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I think it also stayed with him because at, up until this point, they had thought that it was going to be a a girl that was killed in a mind thing. They were like, okay, it's just a girl that was killed and we can just figure out why she can't pass on. This was a whole different situation, a whole murder. Mm-hmm. Like, he was like, oh, wow, this is yep, a lot. Claire didn't do all the research. She was like, I looked back as far as 1920 and there's nothing. No, and then in the very next scene they go up to the attic and she said oh this says 1909 oh does it oh you didn't look into the entire history of the house you You just looked as far as you wanted to look oh i understood i got it i got it Uh, what makes this a horror movie and what are the themes it is a haunted MNF and house. <laughs> it's a haunted MNF and house with a ghost that can be in different places. The ghost freaking took out a whole detective. Like, so there was this cop that was kind of threatening John because the governor was like, or the senator was like, hey, I think you're trying to blackmail me. I'm gonna send this cop to threaten you. And then as soon as the cop left, the cop got yeeted into a car accident for no reason and i think that's also a scary thing like i said just act random accidents that are not coincidences um scary situations but having a freaking entity that yeah like you're you're i mean although like i said it's an ally ghost it's not trying to hurt you but it's still scary just having door slam hearing bangings hearing boys cries is scary and as for themes as for themes 
grief, processing, processing grief, your past will come back to haunt you. That's, I feel like the biggest theme, um, you know, when it comes to, cause you know, the, the John was like kind of mourning, you know, over his, his family. Um, I think that's another reason why he was really kind of pushing to solve this because he just lost a, a child as well. Um, and then with the Senator, it's like your past will come back to haunt you, whether or not you know what's going on essentially. Yeah. Ain't so, that yeah. some ish? He was probably mad AF at the senator. He's like, mm-hmm. I lost my kid and you out here killing yours? Like, yeah. 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 It's pretty effed up. It's pretty effed up. And it's all, like I said, effed up for the senator to know that you're basically not, you're basically a fraud, like an unknown fraud. Like, I'm not this person. Yeah. Um, that's heartbreaking to know. I meant uh, the senator's dad. Was yes, dad. senator's yeah. dad. Yeah, but it's Awful like enemy. how? <sighs> yeah, messed up. But yeah, that's what I have for themes and whatnot. Okay, I agree. Scary house movie, Maiden. Technically, made in the seventies. I have it thinking. Dropped yeah, in the dropped in the eighties. Yeah, in nineteen eighty on the dot. On the dot. So it's very. It's very nostalgic horror it's a good mm-hmm. gateway horror I yes think. very much so i mean besides um, yeah like, it being abused and stuff like if you can make it yeah. past that like it, it's really good correct correct yeah themes let it out let out the hurt just let, let out, out the hurt, hurt. <laughs> let it out also explore feelings i think that what made this movie so unique was John's willingness to investigate and explore mm-hmm. it because most haunted house movies are just that haunted house movies. And we see this come up again in a haunting, I believe is what it was called. And, you know, you, you constantly have characters that are like, Oh no, this place is haunted. It's evil. We got to get away from here. And then you have, every once in a while that one character that actually wants to investigate it mm-hmm. um and I feel like he was looking and diving so far into this mm-hmm. because he himself was kind of similar to that house of you know he he probably wants to get something out he probably wants to communicate mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's just mm-hmm. unable to or doesn't really know how and I feel like he and the boy kind of had that in common where they're both mm-hmm. suffering kind of quietly mm-hmm. uh no one mm-hmm. seemed to really i don't know if i missed it but no one really stayed on the subject of what happened to his wife and daughter i don't recall a lot of people like offering condolences or like people just treated him as though everything was fine and he was normal and I know when like Claire picked up his daughter's ball and he said it was his daughter's she just like quietly put it back she didn't say anything it's like let him talk about it open that door but he mentioned after like the scene basically the first scene after they die uh will get ran over he's just like yeah I he basically spent a good amount of time just processing it and saying, oh, they're gone, they're gone, they're gone type thing. And I'm like, yo. And then having the scene of him like crying in bed, like after they, he goes horseback riding mm-hmm. with Claire and he's like, yeah, my daughter loves to ride horses. And then the next shot of him crying in bed. I'm like, yo, I didn't know I, I was feeling feels right now in this yeah. film right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I so think that, he that, had I a agree. dream. That was him. They made it seem like he had a dream about them or something. Like mm-hmm. he woke up and yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, that, that, I agree with that in terms of like him. And then the house re- responded to it. It seemed the the mm-hmm. little boy responded to it, and so I feel like they're both just in pain. And the boy is like, "Help me heal." and you know that might help you as mm-hmm. well so I feel like the, the theme of this is is healing and also just not suppressing things and just letting yourself get things out don't always run away from something that you don't understand sometimes yeah. it's just someone crying out for help mm-hmm. so that's that's my reach stories reach and that's oh what's your relationship status with the changeling this was a like a a one night i don't want to call it a one night stand but like someone i was expecting to be a one night stand and not a good one and then i actually you know go through them like oh this was actually nice let me grab your number i might hit you up you know when i'm you know when I think about you sometimes, I think it's mm-hmm. one of those films, like I won't watch it all the time um, because like I said, the child being abused is a little hard, um, but it's definitely a vibe. It's like a movie you can cuddle up with like wine and just like, it's like you're watching a mystery, you're watching a horror yeah, mystery. watching my stories. <laughs> yes, <laughs> watching my stories. Uh, so yeah, I would definitely buy this, but I wouldn't watch it like all the time. I would recommend it to people who like the classic horror movies. Not a lot of, go- not no gore. There's no sex in here. It's not. It's you know. very to to give context. It almost has that flowers in the attic vibe with Ooh. less abuse. Because <laughs> yeah. flowers in the attic. Yeah, was flowers like, in the attic is a journey. Yeah. Called but it kind of has that vibe right it's like Mm -hmm. it's old there's no gore but there's just a lot wrong a lot of tea a lot of a lot of tea a lot of poison (laughs) tea a lot of poison tea oh but yeah that's gonna be my relationship status to it yeah I kind of feel the same well I didn't expect it to be a one night stand I I wasn't expecting anything because I had no idea what this was but after seeing it I would say I would watch it again but I I'm not like I wouldn't purchase it I don't think I would watch it enough to me to own it I would just, if someone was like, oh, what's this? Uh, I would say, oh, you might like that. Let's, let's yeah. watch it. I'm just easy, you, you know? guys. I just buy everything. Uh, <laughs> I'm just easy. <laughs> I'm Not easy. easy. I'm I, easy. <laughs> so I would say like a vacation bay. Like if, mm-hmm. if I'm in town and I like, oh, let's watch a bunch of classic movies, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's definitely then a I would, classic I would definitely put, have it in there or just for reference for like other horror movies like mm-hmm. insidious and mm-hmm. that scene i would i would reference the seance scene and like show it to someone i, mm-hmm. I suppose i would show someone clips of it so is that a hit it and quit it if it's, you're just <sighs> it's not it's not a quit it because i would never watch like i would watch it again but i'm yeah. not in a hurry to vacation bay vacation bay vacation i do agree if it was if i'm putting up like a classic horror movie playlist this would be in there yeah especially haunted movies if we're talking about haunted movie haunted house movies 
yes this one goes in there for sure for sure especially if you like mysteries you guys in the realm of like gothica or you know something where a ghost is trying to reach out for help Mm -hmm. this this is Mm -hmm, that movie mm -hmm, for mm -hmm. you but all right we did it we made it through the changeling so that means you guys get a little breaky break from hearing me and then when we come back you're gonna hear mars because she's gonna do our businessy stuff and then we have our sounds like a horror movie okay stay tuned you guys we'll be right back y'all we are wendy and beth she's wendy and i'm beth and we want to tell you about a podcast that we host called fruit loops serial killers of color fruit loops is a podcast about true crimes committed by people of color and the victims that we don't hear or know much about contrary to popular belief not all serial killers are straight cisgender white dudes no ma'am join us at fruit loops as we tell fascinating stories of true crimes committed by people of color and their victims that often go untold by the mainstream media. As we dive into these cases, we get into the historical and cultural context of the crimes and the criminals in order to get a sense of what might have influenced the perpetrators and led to the crimes. And that's right. New episodes drop every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts from. So until then, look alive, y'all. It's crazy out there. Hey guys, welcome back. Um, thank you so much for, you know, listening to our ads, to the su- podcasts that support us, and I hope you guys support them. We're going to go into our businessy stuff as usual. So we're on all sorts of social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at GoreFriends. We have an email, which is GoreFriendsPodcast at gmail.com. We also have a Google voice number. So if you want to call that number, it's going to be in the show notes of our episode. So if you call the number, it'll go straight to voicemail and you can leave a voicemail with some kind words, a movie recommendation, or your own sounds like a horror movie. And we'll even play it on the show for you. And then we are also on iTunes. So I know this, a lot of you guys are a fan of Apple. <laughs> so if you guys could rate us on iTunes, we greatly appreciate it leave that five-star review makes it easier for people to find us we are also on patreon so if you want to donate one five or ten dollars a month you'll get various perks our five dollar tier is our most popular you get a gorgane sticker you get access to our bi-weekly movie nights and you also get access to gorefriends tv in which we cover horror themed tv shows currently we're covering black summer so go ahead and check that out for only five dollars a month And last but not least, if you are a podcast or a musical artist that wants your ad or music played in our intermission portion of the show, go ahead and hit us up on any of the avenues that I just mentioned. And, you know, we'll figure something out and we will play it on the show for free for you. So with that being said, this week sounds like a horror movie is going to be a little bit different. Actually, a lot a bit different. Yay! <laughs> We're still going to be in Reddit. We're still in Reddit, so don't get too excited. We're still uh... in... <laughs> 
we're still in Reddit. But I decided to go into the two sentence horror stories subreddit. So it's basically how this is formatted is people basically post the first sentence as the title of their post. And then the second sentence is the follow up. So when you click on it, you get to see how it follows up. And it's usually really dark and very sketchy. <laughs> so okay. I picked out five different two sentence horror stories. I'll go over the five. And then me and Story can go over which ones we don't want to experience at all. <laughs> so okay. let's all right. go Here over we go. Them, shall we? This is going to mess me up today. All right. <laughs> let's go. All right. The first submission posted by Joker Crow. It seems you have discovered an entirely new type of termite. I felt the terror rise in my chest as the doctor turned around with the x-rays. This also explains the aching you've been feeling in your bones. So that's the first submission. Wow. That's how we start in our day. Okay. Early for this. That's the first okay. submission. The second submission posted by Abs KKR24. My last girlfriend always got creeped out by the 14 weird dolls I kept on display. I have a new girlfriend now, and she wants me to throw out all 15 of disturbingly lifelike dolls. You know? Why are there 15? There were 14. There were 14. Got a new girlfriend. New girlfriend, and now there's 15. Oop. Oop. This has a whole And they're lifelike. And they're lifelike. Sketchy. Sketchy. Be careful. These are real people. (laughs) These These are are real real people. people. These are real people. Okay. So the next one. Next one. Posted by I Know Crazy. I used to hate the sound of crickets outside the lonely farmhouse. Now, every time they go silent, I know that thing is passing by and I pray for them to chirp again. What thing? (laughs) Okay. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. All right. Next one. Posted by Two Fun Ninja 5489. She hugged the stranger in the crowd and whispered, Help me. Those three men have been following me. He smiled and whispered back, It's okay. They're they're with me. Whoa. (laughs) And someone commented um, an alternate sentence for that and the alternate sentence sentence was he smiled and he whispered four wow <laughs> stories just wow. <laughs> last one last one for you guys where are they are they in a club can <laughs> she scream can she <laughs> too many are questions. there witnesses we only get two senses oh we my don't god know. last one torture Last one. Spiders in my room always protect me at night when I sleep. No, they don't. (laughs) How are you going to start off with a lie? How are you going to start with a lie? Okay, go ahead. I'll start all over. Spiders in... Oh, sorry. This was posted by ex-girl with one eye. Oh, sorry. Girl with one eye. Sorry. I forget how the internet works. (laughs) Um, Spiders in my room always protect me at night when I sleep. Today when I woke up, I felt as if some little things were running around in my stomach. That's when I realized it wasn't me they were protecting, it was their children. <laughs> Story. 
his face. Why did you think they were there to protect you, though? That doesn't even make sense. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Over here talking about the spiders protect you. Spiders don't care about your life. <laughs> Dummy. Okay, so here we go. That, that was our that, that was go. it. That's all we have um for this week. I hope you guys let me know, know if you guys enjoyed the two seven horror stories. If you guys want me to go back so there's to bugs everywhere. We started and ended with Yeah, we bugs. started and ended with bugs. The termite one, I think that was, uh, that one was bad. That one's bad. A new kind of termite, oh it has god. to be feeding on your bones. Oh my god. That's so that crazy. Explains the aching. Oh my god. Imagine. Anyways, not a fan. Not that a fan. Sucks. That sucks. That sucks. You can be in a wheelchair pretty soon. <laughs> my god. Here you're eating bones. And then spiders yeah. in we your creepy stomach. Dolls. My guy. We had creepy dolls. We had yeah, some spiders in your stomach. Um, strangers that are sketchy. But the creepy dolls are people. Creepy they dolls even... are people. Yep sketchy sketchy um so yeah let me know what you guys think you guys want me to continue with you know these two sentence horror stories or we can continue with our unless good- his girlfriends are dolls when he finds them no i think he's turning like lars and the real girl i think he's turning people into dolls. okay that's sex. i don't think that's he's an sex. ally anyways that's uh- sex and but the one with the girl and the three guys following her yeah that one's and- bad too that that's bad too horrible <laughs> horrible oh my gosh i just keep picturing myself in the club i think that's the most realistic one that i chose yeah but i think that's what makes it scary and yeah i pictured yeah. like a club scenario as well when all of this was happening but also if there if she's being followed then she has to be on the street mm. which is even scarier because there's probably less people around <sighs> too scary sketchy situation sketchy situation that's i what would i do do i have a knife i'm like what do i have in my purse right now like i'm there get prepared me there i'm like am i prepared for something like that let me get my purse ready (laughs) let me get my purse ready i'll be out here preparing for earthquakes i'm prepared for these streets like (laughs) for these streets i'm dead um so yeah, that's two cents for it. Like I said, I love how it's formatted because you just see the headline. You don't know how it's going to end until you click on the post. So it's always a little surprise. Uh, so yeah, you guys, if you have your own Sounds Like a Horror Movie, please let us know. We love hearing about these experiences you went through or if there's a sketchy place in your neighborhood that there's like myths about. We love to hear that as well. Um, so yeah, that that's our Sounds Like a Horror Movie for this week. And you guys enjoy the rest of your day or your night or your afternoon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or just enjoy your life enjoy and your life we've you been can. leaving it an uptick you know keep listening and hopefully we make it a little hopefully easier. Hopefully, hopefully with your community i know you guys are out driving out to work like things are starting to open up i hope you guys you know listen to us on your commutes um, we are starting to see an uptick of new you know new listeners which is amazing yeah, we, we received a lovely message the other day from someone that says they listen to us as they fall asleep i was yes. like oh i hope i don't you know keep you up i hope clearly you know, I don't, not I, I don't think clearly i have a not. soothing voice it's kind of crazy but thank you you know thank you for all the support we we try and 
we just like talking about horror movies, you guys. We just like being out here and chatting it up with you guys. But yeah, thank you guys for all the support. You guys are amazing. And yeah, can't wait to come back t- next week. All right, you guys. See you then. Bye, Gore friends. Bye. Bye.